This program was produced by Knowledge at Wharton High School. For more information, visit kwhs.wharton.upenn.edu. Hi, we're here today with Christopher Bolden Newsom, who is the community farm director um, slash farm educator with Seeds for Learning, which is a program that runs under Foundations Inc., an educational nonprofit organization. And specifically in Philadelphia, they work with four schools in the Northwest region. So how has Seeds for Learning Beyond the Farm incorporated entrepreneurship, agricultural sciences, and community action into one program? Well, um, it's uh, a work in progress, and I think it's still evolving. Um, but some of the ways in which um, we've tried to uh, combine those three really important components um, have been um, through a pretty intensive food justice education program that uh, that I myself uh, coordinate um, using a problem-solving approach uh, to education. That means that um, I don't teach the answers uh, to my coworkers, but that I try as much as possible to present uh, issues of food access, particularly in a community in West Oak Lane, um, and other food justice issues as problems to be solved, uh, as problems to be thought about uh, and picked apart, and that hopefully um, my coworkers, my young coworkers, who will inherit uh, this world uh, will uh, be able to actually uh, pick apart themselves and, and, and do something with. Okay. So where did this idea come from? I mean, what was the genesis of the idea to incorporate urban farming into an entrepreneurial program? I think that that was just, I think that that was part of the original thrust, at least of the grant. Uh, I am new to the program. Uh, so I've been there about three months. Um, so uh, some of that was set up before I arrived, um, the entrepreneurial, particularly in terms of the markets uh, that we um, have. We, we host uh, two markets currently, um, one farm stand on Mondays, uh, and uh, more recently a food trust market. Food trust is an organization that runs farmers markets in the Philadelphia area. Um, so I uh, think that, that the entrepreneurial component was, um, was considered um, as part of of what would get the kids interested in doing the work, uh, as well as teaching them some sort of uh, of business skills. Okay, so do students just go there and sell the produce that they grew, or I guess what is the procedure behind that? Sure. So the program is much more than just an entrepreneurial uh, venture. It um, they do sell the produce um, that they do they that they raise rather. Um, they um, but the focus. That that's sort of the end result, and so 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 the focus that I try um, to to put out uh, to my coworkers is on the production, on the growing of the food, on all of the processes that go into um, making this food available uh, for the community that they live in. It's an issue of food access uh, as well as food awareness. Um, so um, definitely, uh, the entrepreneurial component is is super important. It's the end result, uh, and the kids happen to do very well at it. Okay. How has Seeds for Learning Learning's location in Philadelphia impacted both your business and agricultural decisions? Have you had to consider any factors uh, because you're in a city? Sure, setting? definitely. Well, I think because we're in a city, definitely, and also because you know we're in Northwest Philadelphia, we do. There are certain uh, issues that uh, that come up uh, in the neighborhood where we're working and going to school um, that may not necessarily be the case in other parts of the city. 
Um, because, of course, Philadelphia is huge and has many communities within communities. So um, one way in which um, our location has impacted the work, particularly from the entrepreneurial uh, perspective, is uh, that we it's imperative that we accept WIC benefits and senior benefits because so many members of our community, um, that's the only way that they can eat. Uh, or that's one of the ways that they they supplement their meals. So whereas in West Philadelphia over here, you know, you may have a lower a lower number of people actually enrolled in the food stamp benefits program, um, or 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 maybe less people. I think statistically, who receive WIC, um, it's it's much more important uh, in West Oak Lane. So our markets all accept um, EB, either EBT or WIC and senior benefits. Uh, that's one way. Also, we certainly uh, price accordingly, according to uh, um, the neighborhood that we that we're living in and that we're working in. So I think those are some factors that we we have to consider, uh, even as we get the word out. And I think also too, being in Northwest Philadelphia, um, being in in an area where there are f- very few, I think, um, good food options, um, healthy food options, organic food options, um, that. We have to take into consideration that a lot of the work is going to be about turning people on to this type of eating, or rather reminding them of how, um, you know, uh, their parents or their grandparents used to eat when people used to cook. So, so I think that those are some factors that we have to consider um, because of where we are. And is the food that you grow organic? Do you use any um, pesticides? No, com- it's completely pesticide-free. We're an all-organic farm, uh, and we use sustainable practices um, in our production. Um, how is this project funded? Have you come across challenges in keeping the initiative going due to the recession? Um, thankfully, um, our program uh, is underwritten by foundations, so we're not freestanding. We don't have to um, make all of the money to support our program, which is a blessing, I think, uh, in terms of being able to do the work um, and in terms of spreading the impact out. We support ourselves um, in a variety of ways. Uh, Foundations Incorporated, of course, our parent umbrella organization, um, does support uh, Cease for Learning uh, with various private uh, sources of funding, um, as well as a, a small amount of what we do is supported by the money that we raise at the market. Okay, and how did you get involved with Seeds for Learning? Did you hear about it? Was it advertised at all? or? Um, I... <laughs> I Got a call through the farmer, through basically through the farming community. Um, urban farming, uh, urban farmers, um, especially I think in the northeast, uh, northeastern United States, it's a pretty tight community, um, and it's a growing community. The food justice community is is pretty well connected. We mostly know each other, I think, or know of one another, or one of those organizations if we happen to work for organizations. And so, um, uh, it was an opportunity that presented itself, and uh, I was free to take it. Could you explain just briefly what the Food Justice Program organization is? I, I, food Justice Community. Um, yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm creating a term, I guess, by saying the Food Justice Community. Uh, food Justice, of course, um, you know, is, uh, is an idea that has to do with uh, approaching uh, the problem of food access uh, and, and the inequities in our food systems, particularly in low-income and poor communities, uh, particularly in communities of color, um, from a justice perspective. Um, so that means that uh, raising food in sustainable ways, getting food to people that is uh, culturally appropriate, um, that can be accessed in ways that are acceptable, um, and um, food that's good for them, um, you know, good for people. Uh, so 
when I say food justice, uh, those are some of the ideas that I'm referring to. So there's a community of people built around, built, uh, built around this idea, right? Um, and, um, and it's a growing community. I think that um, there are farmers who just do agriculture, you know, and there are uh, uh, what they call agribusiness, right? Or, or large farmers and large um, sort of uh, agricultural enterprises. Um, and then there are local farmers that include um, small urban farms, um, and uh, family farms. And I think what you're seeing right now across the nation re it really is the growth of people who are becoming more aware of the impact on people, on the environment, um, and on future generations uh, that our work has. And, and, and particularly in farming, what that means is that we build a community around around these ideas. We want to increase access. We think that everyone should have food. We think that it's a right uh, not a privilege, and we think that food should be good. We think it should be culturally acceptable. Um, you, um, you know, uh, so so all of these ideas, I think, uh, kind of go into into uh, what I'm talking about when I say the food justice community. Back to uh, seats for learning. As far as at the high school, do you operate year round? And if so, what are some of the components of the project that change with the seasons? Sure, definitely. Yeah, it is a year round program. Um, in terms of uh, working with students, um, we are employing uh, right now five uh, young people from uh, from various schools, as my coworker Jamie mentioned earlier, um, and uh, they're working in the summer right now um, and being paid uh, to do that. Um, during the winter time, of course, when we're not growing things, obviously things aren't going to be growing, um, you know, in the field. Uh, you know, in January we do. Uh, we were fortunate to to um, uh, have a greenhouse um, built on our property, so we can continue into um, the winter months uh, with greenhouse production, uh, which of course does not give the yield, of course, that, you know, or the quality that that food grown in the earth does. But it does serve as uh, sort of a laboratory, and my plans are to um, have the students at King become more integrated in the life of the farm and the life and the farm to become be become more integrated in the life of uh, Martin Luther King High School and the greenhouse will be very important in making that happen so students uh, will come out they'll see how plants are started for the next season um, they'll see uh, what crops we keep growing continuously um, throughout the winter and they'll ask questions and they'll learn that sounds really exciting. Well, thank you, Christopher, for being w here with us today and sharing um, what you have done with the program. Thank you, Sherry.